0: Today we're going to learn a, uh, a parikon of Es HaShem. just the general thing about serving HaShem. The Torah says that when Yaakov was fighting with the uh, angel of Esau, the Torah brings different opinions, the Midrash brings different opinions about how did the angel appear to Yaakov. One opinion is that the angel of Esau appeared to Yaakov like a thief. Second opinion is that he appeared to Yaakov like a businessman, and the third opinion is that he appeared to Yaakov like a chacham, like a tzaddik, like a chassid, like a very wise, venerable sage. If we were to unpack the meaning of this of this medish, it is it, it, the Yitzhahara is called a klugniker. He has tricks. He has a wise man. And it could appear to us in all kinds of interesting ways. Sometimes he appears like a thief, like a mafia near, that he is uh, he's clearly trying to convince us to do the wrong thing. He tells you straight out, do the wrong thing. Talk during davening, whatever, whatever the wrong thing is. He puts it into your heart and he pushes you and says, go do this. This is just worth it. This is valuable. This is enjoyable go ahead, just, just go do it. But Yitzhahara also could dress up like a businessman. He could say to you that he's not trying to convince you to do the wrong thing. No. He agrees with you that uh, that the right thing is the right thing, but he tells you that you're in Mayim Rabim, you're in a huge situation of worries of and you, and he tries to put into your head this dream of being rich. And because he gets you into that, into that uh, zone of like, I, I, need, I need more, I need more, I'm stuck. So, he gives you very practical and very real, um, very real seduction. He seduces you with very practical and very real things. You have a wife and children. You have to bring food home. You have to uh, get into the stock market. You have to accumulate wealth, or you could push you towards uh, towards of food. Whatever Itzhak tries to do, he is he starts off with something a little bit more palatable to your senses. He tells you, you know, first go after something which is, you know, it's, it's sort of it's no after the chaltan Shabbos and he gets you into, into into other foods and he gets you into like really like uh, crazy um, uh, addiction to to eating um, or gets you into uh, into clothing gets you into to to, to he tries to, to sort of like a matador trying to direct a bull he tries to its is called the great painter he tries to dress everything in the world that's really ugly to look beautiful and everything that is really beautiful to look ugly there are some people that every few hours they change their ties, you know, that, that that's what they're into. So that's that's one kind of dress of the Yitzhara. That's one kind of garment of the Yitzhara, the businessman. He has very practical and real things. He tells you it's worth it. He tells you you need to make more money. And then you have that thing in your head. So then you start doing all kinds of things which which you think will get you there. He puts a dream into your mind. But sometimes Yitzhara can be completely disguised. He tells you... He comes to you completely dressed like a tzaddik, like a chatham al-chacham. There are um, a lot of people who work on themselves for a couple of years, they dive in, they learn for a couple of years, this. and then after a while they suddenly stop. They Instead of them trying to work on themselves and daven for more concentration, they just join the regular minion and they, they let go, it would be like everybody else. They um, they may have set times to learn, set times to daven, but they're not. They lost that drive. They lost that interest of coming better, of of davening like like like, like when they when used to have, have this this personal interest and drive. I want to serve Hashem in the best way. i will be closer to Hashem. Instead, they they, they they let go and they go into this like routine to be like everybody else. Okay, I'm set time to learn, set time to daven. It's hard to grab to you and tells you, it's already been a couple of years, you've learned and davened, and you still have machsha you still are thinking the wrong things, you still have tivus, you still have desires for the wrong things. So why are you, why are you trying to um, pretend to everyone else that you're so holy? How could you lie to yourself so much? How could you, you're learning chasiddahs, you're davening, but in your head, all these kinds of crazy things are running around. So the Sahara tells you, stop with the lies. Either be a chassid or leave. There's no, in, there's no in between. Be real. Stop, stop bluffing everybody. You go to Fabregnans and you try to go to Haya Madrigas, and the next day in the morning, you, as if nothing happened. So stop it. Stop lying. Stop being fake. Stop pretending. You aren't ever going to Fix yourself up inside. And you're, never, you're not able to really dive in the convention and, and open up your heart to Hashem because it's just not for you. And uh, that's his tactic. And sometimes it, it, it uh, enters our mind. And uh, maybe all that decision about being better and trying to dive in better and being closer, maybe that's just a childish dream. Maybe our ambition to feel Godliness, to serve Hashem real, for, for real, to be like you know, those, those legendary Hasidim Maybe it's just a, a dream, maybe it's just, just not relevant. So this is what causes a Shiva student or, a, or any of us to, um, to get knocked off the road. It's, it's, it's a hard dressing like the sage animal soul puts in front of you challenges you cannot ever, um, ever reach. He tells you, you need to be like a mental foot of us. You need to, you need to, to, um, he, he puts in front of you, like uh, th- this, this higher level of Chumrah, this higher level of, of, of uh, service of Hashem. And he, and he tells you, if you're not reaching this level, then you're nothing. If, if you still have, zaris, you still have thoughts in your head that you're not supposed to have, then this whole thing isn't for you. When the truth is out there, it says in Tanya, it's only for a tzaddik. So on the contrary, the Altar says in Tanya, maybe the whole reason you were created was just to struggle with the Hashem sends you those sends you the wrong kinds of thoughts. You're supposed to continuously fight with them. And that's why Nisham is in this world to constantly fight and push them away. It's a uh, hard, it sets up this standard, this fake standard and tells you, if, until you reach here, it's all, it's all a waste of time. It's not real until, until you reach love until you're like her mental futafah from and Shemachayim forget about it so either be like them it'll be like them or don't do anything that's the, it's a hard addressing like the sage it's giving you Hasidic advice Rebbe HaShab once said that uh, this Yitzhara, the, the sage like Yitzhara, has a specific influence amongst Higher and more able souls, souls which are a little more refined, a little more sensitive, these souls are more um, susceptible to be attacked by the sage, like it's by the it's like the sage. He lifts them up very high, he emphasizes they feel all of themselves to be very high, and then he throws them down. He tries to you know, get them to do some kind of humra, some kind of thing that's not on their level, and through that, he gets them to, to fall down. And then he tells you why you're lying. It's like the um, vart we learned many times in Shmina Esri, the, uh, we say before Shmina Esri and, and Mayra, we say remove the sutton from in front of us and from behind us. Before you do an Havera, Itzahara tells you it's not really an avera. it's okay. After you do it, he says to you, you see, you're, 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 you see this whole thing isn't for you. So Itzahara, the saves like Itzahara. He first puts on this, 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 um, this challenge to you and tells you, you have to reach this level, you have to be, be, this, be, be this way. And then he says to you, ah, no, you can't really be this way. Just, just, just give in. And then when you give in, he's like, oh, you see, it's, it's all a bluff. It's all, it's, all, it's, all, it's all fake. This is the Yitzhahara's words, either everything or nothing. Those are words of the Yitzhahara. That is a very successful clip among very... Special nishamas, he lifts you up to very higher places, very deep places, very special places in serving Hashem. And he looks for to be absolutely, you know, totally devoted to Hashem. And then, when you feel a little bit of self worth, a self interest, a self or a, 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 you feel a little bit of arrogance, then you tell yourself, Oh, if I still have this sense of self and worth and self arrogance, etc. And so I, I haven't really reached it. It's all, all fake. So this is the way the Itzahar can get any one of us. We could be told by the Yitzharah, why are we climbing the walls? Why should we get into the deep stuff in this? Let me be a simple Jew. Let me work for my business. Let me educate my children to be good Jews. That's enough. Forget about Mali Koloman and Seva Koloman. Who need all that stuff. What's really the answer to the Yetzirah? What's the response the Yetzirah? I was dressed like a businessman. The Torah says that when Hashem made the world, Hashem saw that all that He made was very good. Hashem saw all that He made was very good. So the Medrash says, what was very good? The Yetzirah. The Ebershop says the Yetzirah was very good. So how can you say Yetzirah is very good? And the answer is, the Yitzhahara is never satisfied with being good. The Yitzhahara always says, you have to be very good. He looks for perfection. He wants you to be Superman. To be totally perfect. 100%. Either 100% or nothing. That's how he lifts you up. And then he puts you down. Be very careful. I once shared with you a long time ago, if you guys remember, Ravindul Futafaz and... Rabiel Khan, was Gazunt, were once for ringing together on a sukkus. And Amendal Futafas and Rabiel were arguing about who is a Hasid. Rabiel says, a Hasid is someone who is 100% devoted to Hashem. If there's 1% that is not devoted to Hashem, that means he's not a chassid at all, at all, because that means he puts his own interests before, before Kedusha, before what he's supposed to be interested in. He puts himself before Kaddushah. And the Futafaz hated that. He got so upset at Rabiel. He said to him, if someone's 1% a Hasid, he is a Hasid. Just 1%. So the, the argument of Mendel against Rabiel was, Rabiel was saying something very logical. If I'm able to give in, that means I'm not there. That's true, but it also could be the Yitzhahara. And the fast, was worried about the Sahara that would result in Biel's words, which would say, if I'm not there, I'm, I'm just not part of it. <laughs> I mean, Mendel was saying, if you're 1% there, that's who you are. Because that's, that's true. The Yitzhahara, the Ebesh has many malachim and shamayim. And the Itzahara tells you you have to be very good. If you're not very good, you're nothing. Th- there's nothing in the world like this. There's no such thing as absolute perfection. There's always a little bit of dirt. Since Chava ate from the tree of knowledge, there's a mixture of good and evil. So there's no such thing as things which are absolutely perfect. One of the, um, you could have a gem which is very, it looks like a sparkling gem, it's beautiful. It's a diamond that's that's worth you a million dollars. But uh, if you look at it with a magnifying glass, you'll discover that even this gem which is worth a million dollars also has something in it. We need to understand that Hashem doesn't ask from us to be very good. He just wants us to be good, to do whatever we could do with, with all of our faults, with all of our, our issues. In fact, that's exactly what Hashem wants. He wants us with all of the blemishes, with all of the... I have to send you um, I guess you Jacobson... Uh, Made a great video based off on the medish that we were discussing last few weeks. Um, the medish about the soul that sins. The soul that sins. He gave a, a different parable to 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 explain the Medish's parable. Soul. Um, I'll send you to the share You'll watch Watch yourself. I don't want to ruin it. Ruin, ruin the way he, he presents it. The point is that Hashem specifically wants the greatness of our imperfections. He gives us the power to live in the world of lies and in the world of lies to bring some truth. That's the goal. The goal is in the world of lies, in the place of imperfection, to reveal godliness. So the fact that there's imperfection in me and yourself, that's, that's the whole point. That's the point of Hashem's creation. He doesn't want the tzaddik. The Yitzhaharu is telling you that Hashem wants you to be very good or nothing. He, he's, he's derailing you, not just he's able to bring you down but he's derailing you from the whole point of your of your of where you are right now. Not only does that bring you down eventually, that kind of logic, because you can't maintain perfection, but besides that, he's taking away the the majesty of the struggle, the how precious it is to Hashem, that little movement that, that we're making right now. That this this movement is precious, not because it's perfect, it's precious because it's the diamond in the rough. That, that's why it's precious. One of the Everyone follows so far. Any questions, comments, criticism? Where we are so far? We everyone alive? Okay. So, so in short, the Sahara has these three kinds of ways he approaches us. Either like the, like the, like the, like the, like the bandit, with tells us straight out, just do the wrong thing, and just tries to uses a powerful force in us, like seduction. This is just go for. It. This is good. This is good. I know it's the wrong thing, but you, you need this. Or he is the businessman who tries to get this dream of of something which isn't isn't which is as much to be desired as to be the purpose of why we're here in this world. He gets us totally infatuated with some kind of dream <laughs> lust for money or whatever it is. And then, then he gets us to cut corners in our life because of that 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 and he tells us just he comes to us with this with this with this dresses as a businessman and says you need to. You need to make money for your family. You need to and the third kind of gets harder, is the venerable sage who just tells you you have to be very good. Rabbi, what about the uh, Yitzhahara that's 14 crows sitting on the power line above your head? What? The, the 14 crows that are above your head calling every <laughs> time you talk <laughs> about the Yitzhahara. Um Is, is there a that... You know, I know there's the business Yitzhahara that says like don't learn, like you gotta like hustle and work. What about the Yitzhahara that sort of confuses you to like not work, or 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 like be basically be like not productive in both in both ways? Like, is that or is that not a Yitzhahara? Is that just like your struggle? The difference between the words nusidas nefesh and Yitzhar, the animal soul, Neitzahara, it, it's basically the difference between the intellect and the emotions. There's there's, a, there's your perspective. Neitzahara tries to give you perspective and say, this is the way things are, and tries to seduce us to look at things a certain way. And when those ideas become how we feel about them, then we actually feel that way. We actually think, instead of the, the, the I think becomes I feel, I feel that this is... That's that's when we've we've um, we've taken it. Just, we, we we've become part of the the animal soul has four elements. Alterba Sessentania. The animal soul has fire, water, wind, and earth. One of those um, elements, earth, Alterba is the element of laziness and sadness. It's that's sort where of stagnation and paralyzation comes from. And then there's Atahara of anger and arrogance, and fire, and there's Atahara of water. But, but but those are, are part of our persona. Hashem made us. Hashem made us with a little bit of fire, water, wind, and earth. Wind is the element of 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 frivolity, of, 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 of bragging. Um, so those are the things Hashem made us with. Um, like for example, Rapinya Korf he um, he, um, he used to, he used to write, write the Rebbe report about every, every student in the yeshiva. He wrote about one boy who used to wake up late for davening, late, late, late for saying Shema. And he said this boy has a very refined animal soul. Because big it's a heart that he sleeps in. The Rebbe said it's the opposite. That animal soul of sleeping in and laziness is the lowest kind. That's earth. Of the four elements, fire, water, within earth, earth is the lowest. Earth is the heaviest. So that's that's a, definitely a, a a challenging one. So the the question is.